Hi, I'm Mant. And I'm her mom. And this is Mom, Mant, Books and Booze. This is the book club you have been looking for. Just a mother-daughter duo who enjoy reading and talking about books over drinks. We read the same books but have different outlooks. Come join us as we open a book, open a bottle, and open our minds. Hey, hey mom <laughs> we were on point today we met each other in the middle how are you i'm good how are you i'm good i'm good i'm we're getting it's like a christmas countdown reading christmas books i know i know and, and it's, especially it's in the one, mood especially um a christmas story by gene shepherd because um last night your dad said do you want to watch a christmas story i said what we don't watch that until christmas day <laughs> But it's on for 24-7. If you miss it, just wait another hour or two and you'll be at the same spot. Yeah. Or if you if you have to leave, remember how far into the hour you are and just pick up there when you come back. (laughs) Oh, so as we finish off this book, what are we drinking? We and I've been wanting to drink this since well, conviction wasn't it? No. No, it's when oh who when ghosts come home by wiley cash yes we are drinking (laughs) mad dog 2020 and did it not fit perfectly with this part of the book it did and i was so happy when you uh suggested it uh because i had already gotten you a bottle to (laughs) refer back to when ghosts come home because i found it in a cute like Mad Dog 2020 is not easy to find, unfortunately. Like, it just isn't. Um, but I found out at a really small gas station that I just happened to stop by. And I was like, oh, that's Mad Dog 2020. I have to get it. And even though it is a rare acquisition, like, you can't find it everywhere. You can't find it. You got to look at the I did really notice. down under. <laughs> yeah. So it's, you know, usually with rare wines and rare liquors, <laughs> it's expensive, but I did notice that the price tag on this was $2.29. So it is. You won't it's break the bank if you buy some Mad Dog. Not at Mine all. is melon flavored. What's yours? Mine is the classic Blue Raz. Yeah. And you know, it's but not the, terrible. It isn't. I was expecting how you talked about it because, like, this was like the pinnacle of your child. Put well, basically really well, Boone's Farm apple wine, but yeah, this was. <laughs> but I was expecting like I've never had like a four loco kind of thing, but that's what that was what I was expecting. Like it was really well, you know those four locos that are like hot. They were illegal for a little bit. They're like have... hot. Oh, you've never heard of four locos? No. You've never are you saying loco? Yeah, logo? loco, like loco, oh. loco, loco crazy because you're crazy if you drink them um they are like these huge cans that are like uh what are those huge cans of beers called um tall boys tall boys yes it's like a tall boy of this alcohol that is like you buy my gas stations and it is like energy drink and alcohol oh terrible for you yeah terrible it's literally terrible for you but my that's the pinnacle of my age that's what people drank because if you got one you were fine like that's what you drank 
you didn't have to buy a lot. You didn't have to. Uh-huh. And you I've never drank one. I've never had one. Mm-mm. That's good to know. That's good. Yeah. To know. But, but that was like, that's the, what you that expected. Was like, yeah. Because that's how it was like your pinnacle of your childhood. Yeah. But or let's child. think about when my growing up years were, um, we didn't know anything about an energy drink. Yes, true. Coffee now, was an energy drink to us. I think it has caffeine in it. Something is special about four uh-huh. logos. So, but I'm pretty. They were illegal for a little bit. Like you, hmm. like yeah, it was not good. Um, so that's why I, I expected a really strong drink, but it has a really good taste. It kind of tastes like Powerade or Gatorade, honestly. I yeah, think my flavor does. My actually, now that you say that, mine does too. Um, mm-hmm. But what a mocktail could be a Powerade, Gatorade, yeah, maybe juice, even a like you a might need Kool Aid or a Capri Sun. Yes, Capri Sun. Uh huh. Yes, a Capri Sun would be perfect. Um, honestly, like it's the typical. Mine is the typical blue drink. Like you don't yeah. really know the flavor. Like they say it's blue raspberry, but you just say if someone asks like what flavor Gatorade you want, you say blue. If you say the flavor of Gatorade, you're wrong. Yeah, you gotta. Say you you do not say fruit punch. No, you say <laughs> red. You do not say lemon lime. You say yellow. <laughs> Like who well, says and, like, and there's two different kinds of blue Gatorade and you say the light blue or the regular. Blue. Uh-huh. You're just, you're right. You're no right. Nobody says knows the, the flavor. And if you say um, the flavor, what's wrong like with what? you? What color is it? Like if you said the flavor, okay. What color is that? What one? color? Yeah. yeah. Well, mine, um, kind of tastes like a mild melon ball. Have you ever tried? I've never had a melon ball. I I think that's when I was about to turn 21. This is how nerdy I am. I made a list of like drinks that I would want to order that Uh made me not sound like I'm 21. You know what I mean? Melon ball one? Yeah, melon ball was one. Uh, Green tea shots was another one. Never ordered those either. Um, Another one was a martini. Yeah, I just thought I was you know yeah, um, sophisticated <laughs> I don't know why this was on the list but I did order it was a vodka crayon oh yeah like, those are good but yeah. that that is not a sophisticated drink no not really yeah that was like a easy well, Long Island oh I gosh I hadn't had a Long Island iced tea and I've never had oh. one either I've never yeah. had one and then there's the Long Island blue I've never it, with a little Syracal in it is that how we say it? I, I, I've been watching videos and everyone that says it says Syracal. How are we saying it? Curacao. Curacao. I don't know. Who knows? Right. It, the blue stuff. If you <laughs> say the name of blue Curacao, then you're wrong. <laughs> the blue stuff. You're wrong. Yeah. The blue stuff. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. this isn't, I'm kind of surprised that it's not horrible. I know. It's actually it like this would be a nice this would be a great drink with ice on the beach just thinking the same thing because it is a plastic bottle because uh-huh. usually um yep. beaches won't let you have glass it's a plastic bottle because that's how cheap it is um it's it's light it's not um you could sip on it all day yeah and it's it's not like heavily alcoholed i don't no, know what no, the no. percentage it's, is but i think it was nine or 13 it's like oh, a basic really? ha- 
Yeah, it's a, it's like a basic um, like wine. Okay. I mean, it can't be a certain level if it's sold at a gas station. Yeah. <laughs> and and the good thing is you don't have to go to a fancy store to buy it. You, no. You stop in the gas station. You stop in the gas station. I didn't even get carded for these. I questioned myself and said, are these actually alcoholic? Because I didn't get carded. Because I was like, they figure that if you're willing to buy <laughs> Mad Dog. You know what you're doing. That should yeah, have been on my that should have been you know on my list. Yeah. Like I'm real sophisticated if I know what Mad Dog 2020 is. Now I will yeah, say I think I'm going, I think these are gonna be some stocking stuffers next year. You I they're so <laughs> fun. When I brought them home, I forgot to tell Ben, my husband, about it. And I like he I I talked to him about the books we read, but like it's it's kind of telling someone about a dream if they haven't read the book you know like right. they yeah, don't really is. know the story or so a I, movie that they haven't seen and they're like mm-hmm, uh-huh uh-huh mm-hmm. just get over uh-huh. it yeah yeah so but I told him it's from our book like this is a drink that a kid tried to steal and it broke over and they explained the sugary smell and everything uh-huh. so I just, I've been wanting it ever since but we couldn't find it so um he saw it in the in the fridge and I was uh, I was at my computer and he brought it he's like what is this I he said it looks because the the label was peeling off like <laughs> this and, is probably vintage this is probably oh yeah like, and there was like gold chains around the raspberries like like it's a very <laughs> it's a the very person at the looking. store was probably like this isn't even in our inventory anymore yeah. like <laughs> It was, I will say it was on the bottom shelf. Like I uh-huh. happened to reach up to get, I was they actually it. getting an energy drink and I looked down and I was like, those look like, um, the bootleggers, you know, those bootleg uh-huh. drink. it looked like that. And then I was like, Oh, is that an MD for mad dog 2020? <laughs> I was so excited. It's kind of nice that, um, our alcohols vendors, Put the good stuff at the top shelf so you know where to look. So mm-hmm. if you're going out looking for Mad Dog, make sure to look, look at the up. bottom. Yep. Make, make sure, to look sure the that you look down. Yeah, because it will be on the bottom. And there's it some will be on the bottom. I really want to try the grape flavored. There's a grape. That's the one I almost got you. I thought yours was going to be like strawberry lemonade or something, but I mean melon is an interesting flavor. But I really want to try good. I really want to try the grape. Well, you never know. You might get some in your stocking this year. Maybe. I mean, <laughs> honestly, it's better than like those fireball stocking stuffers. Have you seen those fireball yeah. stocking stuffers? Uh, They're no. like in a candy cane. Yeah. And just a line yeah. of fireball. Oh my God. Blech. Except for, I will say, drink for the Christmas, fireball and apple cider. Super good. Yeah. I like the red hots and apple cider. So. I mean, it's the same thing, just yeah. more adult. More adult. More adult. All right, so obviously we picked Mad Dog because of a chapter about the dogs in here. Yes, and it's um, like a um, reverse on when ghosts come home or whatever. A callback. That's what comedians call it. A callback. A callback. When the ghosts come home. (laughs) Yeah, so um, if you haven't read A Ghost Come Home and listened to our (gasps) podcast, it's still there. So It's so good. Great book. Great callback. (laughs) Um, And it's nice that... We decided we're going to be honest, and this has not been our favorite book, A Christmas and, and Story I, by Gene Shepard. I'm so disappointed because it is a like an amazing movie that 
has like everybody loves this movie well and and in, in Jean's defense this book is a collection of short stories mm-hmm. and so maybe if we had just read one story we would have liked it better or and picked I really out think, the stories that like stood out like the uh bb gun and then yes. maybe the the lamp leg like those two well and i really think that this is a a, a great reason for reading the book first because mm. we had expectations about this story from the movie yeah mm-hmm. and it's easier to have expectations about the movie because you've read the book because it goes faster yes and you you get that that um I don't easier know, to close your faster mm-hmm. here i'm like i th- i never saw where the little boy got his um tongue, tongue stuck. stuck to the pole mm-hmm. and i never did find it maybe i missed it but um, or it, it it was hidden in his all all his descriptions <sighs> yeah oh all of his descriptions we decided that he get, that gene shepherd got paid by the word um <laughs> i mean honestly even when um like the the whole um, the whole leg lamp which i think is hilarious oh my god you know, she was um, so excited about it he was so excited because he felt like he had won something and earned yes. something and there's a house um near our neighborhood that has the lamp oh yes the leg lamp the house in the window is and that also the hilarious. one that had the cutouts in the windows yeah yeah mm-hmm. but that one's lit up right now the leg lamp um because in the book the day that the leg lamp gets broken, he describes the day in such great detail because it is obviously a day in his life that he remembers in vivid detail. Yeah. I mean, the first fireflies were beginning to flicker in the cottonwoods. Northern Indiana slowly was at long last emerging from the iron grip of the Midwestern winter. I mean, it was like um, in the in the living room, my mother is talking to the aphids in her fern plant. Uh, like, like he remembers it in such great detail right before the crash. I know. Yeah. And like um, how he described the bully when he was explaining the bully and how it was just another um, natural um occurrence uh-huh. that we had to fight against because they had to fight against sandstorms and winter storms yeah and he was just another storm they had to fight and I was just like who thinks so, like that well he so he is a a great writer in that way like yes a very descriptive writer that's just um, not what I wanted in this book <laughs> no I expected this book to be lighter especially you know when mm-hmm. I read the book about it and they said it was published in playboy i was like well it's gonna be a light read you know yeah no it's not a light read at all it's not but i will say that some of his things do paint a picture Mm -hmm. very very well like um i when when the crash happened and dad came running out from the shower and he's still got the life boy soap in his hand oh yes yes he's still broke what broke yeah what broke what happened um I would have broken that lamp too. Well, I do love this mother. Oh, she's she great. She obviously knows 
the personalities of everyone that lives in her house. Yes. And she manages them well. Like they do not get her flustered. Mm. You know, he says some mean things like you were always jealous of that lamp, like jealous of a plastic leg. Like and she just kind of lets him go and he's like, get the glue. And she's like, we're out of glue. And <laughs> this whole thing, like then later, um, he starts, I think he picked, I picture him as one of these that goes off the handle. And then he's like, oh, I'm, that oh, was dumb. Mm-hmm. That was irrational. And so he's like something about, you know, um, it's okay that that it broke you know yeah and she was like well it was very pretty and then he's like nah it was too pink for the room so they play this dance mm-hmm. like she lets him be regretful without making it hard for him yeah like she doesn't make he doesn't she doesn't add to the regret she kind of is like like no, it's, it's okay. okay it's okay like like okay we've gone through it now what are we gonna do now you know, yeah, like let's, she, let's let it go. It actually go is a movie. It actually is a representation of what a couple should be. Right. Yeah. It's a good back and forth. Like, of course, and I, t- I say this all the time because, you know, I know people that are like, how, how can anyone get married? And like, it's unrealistic to ever think that a married couple does not fight. That is so right. unrealistic. People fight. One, you're two completely different people with two completely different personalities coming into a household right but she with each other fuel the flames yes she lets him do it she says what she needs to say and then when he starts regretting it she's like you're fine like yeah I, it's okay i can see your side too like yes it's okay yeah but, but she does it with such transition like she doesn't have a time like you said she's very composed she doesn't have a time where she loses it Right. Because I'll be honest, like if I have a situation, I'll lose it like for five for minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm like, ooh, no. And then now, I in bring the it movie, back. In the movie, she did lose it a little bit when yes. um, the, the mom called and said that the little boy cussed. Well, I was just about to say <laughs> that. So doesn't she like rub his mouth out with soap? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. In the, she in doesn't the, do that in the book. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. She covers it up for him. But uh-huh. he's so, th- I like that part. He was so distraught that he threw up. Right. And I, and I, I put it, your punishments for yourself are always worse than the actual punishment. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I think I've referred back to this book several times. I think about the Scarlet Letter. Like mm-hmm. she had to wear the Scarlet Letter, but the priest or preacher, whoever mm-hmm. she actually committed the sin with, he nobody knows and he has torn himself up from the inside mm-hmm. out like well, he's burning and ulcered and i really i really um connected with that part of the book because you know how i am my conscience when i was uh-huh. a kid would make me physically nauseous like you knew when something was up because uh-huh. we get nauseous yeah and Our, i think we are hard he was hard, much harder on himself Oh yeah, and his mom was. Even the mom was like, "We'll say like take some Pepto. We'll yeah. say you ate something bad at school. Like it's gonna I don't be know fine. why you're freaking. Like I'm not gonna." She tell was. Uh, she did seem like even in the book and in the movie, the the buffer between dad and kids. Yes, and that I think that's usually how the mom is. Like a like a typical vision of a mom. 
Uh-huh. The mom is the mediator because she is, she's the person that birthed the kids uh-huh. and she's a stay at home mom, I believe. I think so. so she, too. you know, she has those personalities, like you said, on rap. She knows them, uh-huh. but she also knows her husband. You know, they were there. I mean, they were together before the kids. So yeah. she knows both sides. So she knows how to handle both sides. And, and she's she definitely knew, not one of those wait till your father gets home. Moms. No, no, no. And I don't think that's how you should be. I loved how she was like, oh, yeah. She just casually dropped it in. Oh, yeah. He got in a little fight. A yeah. fight? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was fine. It's over. Yeah, let's yeah. talk. She and, is very much like, all right, it's over. Let's go to the movies. It's over. Yes. Let's let's do this. It's over. She doesn't let things drag mm-hmm. on, which I kind of like about her. But and so I like that because if the dad ever found out about the cussing or anything, she said, I told you about fight. Right. You just didn't dwell on it. Like I wasn't yeah. like, Don't it wasn't like really you a problem. Know. Yeah. Like it yeah. wasn't a real problem, but I was proud of him with the fight. Yeah, me too. But before we go to the fight, I do want to, well, I guess it's, it wasn't in that same chapter, was it? It's in the next Which one? Um, about the, the neighbors. Oh, but like. <laughs> the, the lamp. I like how this short story was written because he's grown up when he's thinking about this memory. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think it's so cool that he went to a museum, the Museum of Modern Art, I think. Now that took me a little bit to realize who I was me too read me too and he saw another plastic thing that was like yes being revered as art and it makes his mind think about oh you know my dad had art you know like now, I did think that it was his dad in a younger time for a little bit and I don't know why I thought that um I think the problem I had with this book was there no because it was a bunch of just short stories there was no transition to each story so right it was you just, had like they were standalone like, stories and you had a couple pages and uh usually this is why I don't like starting books I like starting books because I'm excited about the whole story as a whole mm-hmm. I hate starting books because I have to figure out the story I have to learn the people I have to figure it out and then yeah. I have to like wrap it around so you had to do that in every single short story so for like five pages I'm asking so many questions to myself like who's talking where are yeah we? where are they I did I thought yeah because I was like well, wait a minute I thought that he won that like I was yeah like trying to figure it out well you're right. also going back to like our last episode when we were talking about the BB gun I mean it was the first thing was them in a coffee shop or something. No, uh-huh. in the mall. And the girl was telling him to go against violent toys. Like just dis- oh, yeah. the toy company. Uh-huh. And I was just like, what? What are we doing? Yeah, stop that. Yeah. So but, um, that, that was the difficulty of this book, I think, was the transitions. And I, I think just this chapter made me, it did make me kind of, um, box these stories because he wrote these as he was grown yeah so he's remembering them the way he remembers them Mm -hmm. and he's remembering the parts he could see yeah like we don't know what happened with mom and dad after the kids were in bed and she's like oh my god you lost your grip on this this is a land you know yeah yeah, he only saw but that makes it even more poignant because they that's a fancy word I know I like um but mom was she was aware of who who was in the room and who she was just I she's a quiet character I like her a lot though I do I do like her I think I would 
I would have liked her as a person. You know, like mm-hmm. she's, she's got it going on. She she control. does. Uh, she's one of those people that I would love like to talk to about having kids. Like you know how there are some people in your life you're like mm, I'd like to talk to you when I have kids. Yeah. Because I mean, I've been thinking about this lately. There is no directions to a child. No, they don't come with directions. No, they need to come with directions. We need to have a group of people (laughs) that we talk to, but like she would be the one that I would like, and like you, but uh, like, you just raised a great kid. I mean, there you go. I've got... (laughs) I've got um, proof, proof in the pudding, proof in the pudding. But like, and she just did it with such grace and she's just, and again, this is great for us because we are a mom-daughter duo. Uh Uh-huh. So So it was nice to see, yeah, it was nice to see a powerful mother who also, she was like the, she controlled everything, but they didn't know she was controlling everything. Which really makes the next section, that Grover deal and the Tasmanian devil. Yes. And I've really thought about this, like the beginning of that chapter, I think about him reflecting on his mom, Mm -hmm. you know, and he, he paints this picture that we've just talked about. But then the, the first section of the Grover deal chapter is like, um, he, he kind of describes how the male human animal, he does all this. And yes. He says, I'm not at all sure that girls have even the slightest hint that there is such a jungle, but no man is really qualified to say. Most wildernesses are masculine anyway. So I think that even though he, he, I don't think he realizes that when he is describing his mother, that he is describing a strong woman. No. Yeah. And I think he sees her as a meek mom. Yes. But really he's giving her those qualities of a strong woman. And I love it because this book is older. Uh huh. So, you know, in that time, you know, the red riding be begun. And like that was, it was a man's world. It was man's yeah. world. And, but I like how this author, and this is one thing I like, is how strong he made the mother subtly. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I, but, I really, at, when I read his other descriptions of things, I, I'm not sure he even, when he, he may have, I think he was writing the mother he knew and maybe reflecting back, he saw her strong, but mm-hmm. probably in the story, like he didn't realize that. Yes, yes, yes. I'd love yes. to ask him. I that would be a good question. Yeah, I'd love to know what you think about about mm-hmm. all this. But it, I mean, it, it was not our favorite book, but there no. are good qualities. Well, <laughs> I got kind of tickled because he keeps describing Deal as this horrible bully. Mm-hmm. But my perception of Deal was he's really a terrible bully because he keeps getting beat up he keeps getting his <laughs> butt kicked i'm like like oh my gosh but i know i'm trying to think of the <laughs> movie but why are they scared of him just because he's a little bigger i think he's bigger and i think he's louder and after the neighborhood kid beat him up i've been like all right i'm not scared of you I know after Ralphie, like he wails on and I could not stop myself from picturing that scene in the movie. He is wailing. Yeah. Just, yeah. yeah, I just love that. And he's the funny, the best part 
of that. I one of my that's one of my favorite part of the movies because he cusses so bad. <laughs> like he I, I hate to say it. I love when kids cuss and they have no idea what it means. Yeah. And they're just saying the words and they're like, I'm doing it. I'm cussing. I'm like, it makes no sense. I'm so bad on patch to the bone. Uh, <laughs> I oh my gosh. It's so funny because there's nothing. He's just saying every word that he knows. <laughs> And I love how they describe in the book, he's like, some of these words I've only heard once. I don't even think my mother has heard that one. (laughs) I got away with it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, deal. He bless him. He's not a good bully. He's not good. And, and in the movie, doesn't he only have one, like, what did he describe it as? It's either you're the bully, you're the like follower or you're the Uh bullied. Uh And uh, in the movie, Dill only has one follower. That's what I was thinking. So I, he I must be a terrible bully. I think like, he's you a know, terrible he's, bully. He's like that low tier bully. He's scared of the other bullies. That's yeah. why he's. That's why he hides out in the alleyway. <laughs> well, and he obviously doesn't pick his victims very well. He doesn't see the potential for them to no well knock on. it out of the park. Yeah. Um. So. You wanted in the last episode, you kept waiting for the dogs. I love that dog scene. I do too. The dad's so dramatic. (laughs) He's just such a dramatic person. (laughs) But I have to think about that situation. Like they spent probably their month's worth of grocery money on this meal. No, you're right. And, and he's waited for it all day and they've smelled it and he's been sneaking by like she's yeah, always like don't just, sneak by and now those dogs have come in and um what and was it said the ham didn't last eight seconds mm. that would be no. heartbreaking like I'm thinking of like the turkey on Thanksgiving oh, having no. that turkey that you spent all day on uh-huh. just get taken like yeah. that oh that is a little heartbreaking um yeah but I, um i i have to and i've said this before about books and i know that this is a christmas story however this this chapter happens at easter mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i'm like uh-huh. why is it but i guess if they wanted to make a movie about a short stories and it was called a Christmas story, they had to change it. Yes. To, to East. To and, and, it, and it does fit in really well with Christmas. It does. But the Chinese restaurant has always been to me like, um, that's the only thing open on Christmas day. Yeah. In most places. And so that's why they wound up at the Chinese restaurant. Yes, yes, yes. But um, I love that. that they, I... He's like, load up. We're going to eat. You know what I also love is that because of this story, because of this movie and book, some people have made that their Christmas tradition is instead of cooking, instead of like harping over food, they go to a Chinese restaurant. Uh And that is the cutest thing to me. I love that. I like that. That's such a cool idea. Um, Just because. I mean, it's a tradition. I love traditions. I'm a big tradition person. And I was just thinking about this today, like how um, me, my, me and my husband, his family celebrates Christmas 
on New Year's Eve. So they wait till midnight and open the presents, which uh-huh. I've never experienced because we always did it Christmas day in the uh-huh. morning. Now I was not, I am, I, I am still not, I was not a kid that woke up early to wake you up. You had to wake me up every Christmas. And, and I'm sure that's because you were an only child. Like yes, children who have siblings have to rush and claim their their spot but it's still there I mean I guess but like it's still your presence like you're not claiming presence yeah. and I would bang I would bang pants cooking breakfast I would like she go no, we always had to go get you so yeah and like I think it's because I stayed awake it, like I was so excited that I couldn't uh-huh. go to sleep and then when I finally got to sleep I didn't want to wake up because uh-huh. I was tired um but I was thinking like man how am I gonna make my traditions coincide with like my husband's traditions. That's a hard thing about marriage too. Um, that's, that's hard. And I was thinking, okay, we'll open presents at like their house for Christmas Eve and say that like Santa came while we're at their house. Yeah. Oh, Santa always knows one year we were somewhere different. Now, if you still believe in Santa, skip. (laughs) No, Santa is, Santa is real. We, we leave notes. Mm-hmm. Like, dear Santa, I am at the beach. Dear Santa, yes. I am Santa will find you. He's not no. Um, and Ben, my husband told me like they would hear, they would have to run up to their room and they would hear things on the ceiling. Uh-huh. And then a they had a red bag that would just show up in their because living room. Okay. Santa came. Yeah, and they were like, it was so cool because Santa knew we celebrated at midnight, so it always happened at midnight. But but you think about Santa has to start somewhere. Yeah. So Santa's who knows what time he comes to your house if you're sleeping. Yeah. So So, I always hoped we used to go to my grandmother's on Christmas Eve night, and I always because they would always talk about where's Santa now and even before like they do the Santa tracker and really mm-hmm. know where he is because he gonna have to get slicker about his GPS but I know um he uh I always hoped that our house would be the first one and that when we came home from my grandmother's that he would have already been and he yes was. yes because I think he knows if you're asleep and he knows when you're awake exactly exactly he knows if he's been bad or good and he knows so for what? goodness sake so be good for goodness sake um so I like I don't even know how we got onto this but um I mean it's traditions traditions and Christmas and but yes the Chinese restaurant and this movie has definitely become a tradition well Um, it it's not thinking the book will be no I'm not Um, thinking I'll read it again I don't think mm -mm. I'm sorry I'll watch the movie again yeah you inspired a great movie so you did we have to give this book credit for the inspiration of the of the yes of the good movie yes not the best book um and like there there aren't many classic christmas books like we didn't even know this novels we didn't even know this was a book um so we we had to have a hit and a miss for one because skipping Christmas was really good. Yeah, that's a good I, I did like skipping Christmas. So we had to have a hit or a miss. We we can't hit a hundred percent. That's time. right. And we we've done pretty well. And and this is not a 
horrible book. No, it's a time-consuming book. It is a time-consuming book. And, and the funny thing is, that's not what we wanted. We wanted these right. to be for Christmas because we know how busy we are and we know time is of the essence. Right, and we know how busy our listeners are and we wanted yes. them to still enjoy what the book. Reading. And, yeah, so. And like, I will be honest, the only times that I read, like you're, we've talked, we might've talked about this in the first few episodes. You're a reader that like stops in the middle of your day or not middle of the day, but during your day and reads. I am a reader that either does it when it's convenient or when I'm going to bed. Like I do it when I'm working out, when I'm doing cardio or uh, when I I'm going to that. bed. Yeah. See, that's when I do it because one, I know I'm going to be bored anyway, because I don't like cardio just because it's boring. <laughs> so I read my book, mm-hmm. make it less boring. So yeah, we were hoping we would have a light read, but instead we had a very highbrow, very wordy. I did learn some new words. I'm going to start throwing out words that are big. What was the big word you just said? Poignant. <laughs> um, I don't think that was in the book. You can't say again. poignant and also drink Mad Dog 2020. <laughs> that doesn't, that doesn't, <laughs> no, I think that's that's a perfect thing about our no. podcast. <laughs> we can say poignant and sip Mad Dog 2020. I love well, that. I do love how we're sipping it. I feel like this is not a sipping drink. This but is I not like a you. nice whiskey or something. I will tell you that your dad talked me down. I said, I'm just going to take the bottle in there. When <gasps> I <record>. was too. <laughs> oh my gosh. I was going to say, I, I was going to drink out of the bottle and say, I just didn't want to dirty dishes. But then I was like, oh my gosh, mom will judge me. <laughs> and if we had, um, if we had been recording it, you know, so they could see us, we would have, I would have probably done it. I, I mean, but your dad was like, no, you're not taking the bottle and it's, it's it. like in the <laughs> afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> Mad Dog 2020 is also fun because now my tongue's blue. Oh, oh yeah, it is a little bit blue. Yeah. Well, we thank you for hanging mm-hmm. with us in the holidays. We've been so excited to um, see all of our listeners logging yes. on. And- um, please continue to follow our Facebook. Um, also, if you are on Apple Podcasts, it does help to like and leave a comment and a rating. Um, it gets us more up on the charts to get suggested to people. So if you are on Apple Podcasts, please do that. Um, same yeah, on like Spotify. Su- yeah, like uh, suggest us to people. We will be taking like next week because of Christmas and New Year's. Um, next week, we will not have a new episode. So um, we will be taking a break and then starting anew for the new year. I'm so excited to start a new year and then big things are coming. Yeah. Pay attention to um, our Facebook and everything. So you can know what our next book is going to be. And um, it's going to be a good one. I'm excited. Like us, share us. um, Let us know what you think. What do you think about this book? Do you like the movie or the book better? Um, yeah, if you like the book better, friend? tell us. Like, yeah, send us an email at mom.mant.b2.gmail.com. At at gmail. <laughs> gmail. I got carried away with my dots. Let's You're try it again. Mom.mant.b2 at gmail.com. Yes. We, we want to hear from you or comment on Facebook. Yes. Let us, know. Let us know that you're out there. We love to hear from our listeners. Absolutely. And we hope that you have a very Merry Christmas. And 
enjoy your traditions and let us know if you venture out and try some mad dog 2020 and tell us where you find it yeah exactly and what i've only found it yeah i only found that one gas station yeah we want to hear about your flavors so yes thank you as always for joining us as we open a book open a bottle and open our minds merry christmas merry christmas